BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The Super Bowl is a Vegas toss-up. Murph, I'm not sure who to pick. No problem, John. I know a guy. Direct from the entertainment capital of the world, Osceola, Iowa. It's the most accurate sports betting segment on earth. Benny's Betcha Bet House. Here's your genius betting guru, Benny Babcock. Thanks, Benny's Bunnies. Ladies and gentlemen, I got another guaranteed winning bet for you. So prepare to Betcha House. Achieve the American dream just like me, Benny Babcock, and men like Swab, Gates, and Buffett. And did I mention me, Benny Babcock, who Babcock Magazine named the Einstein of sports gambling. I could tell you that E no longer equals MC squared and that you should. Betcha house. Let's get to the Betcha house pick. <laughs> it's Super Bowl time. What time is that? It's time for you to Betcha house. Vegas says this game is a toss-up between the New England Patriots and the Seattle Seahawks, and that means you need to consider one thing. New England is better than Seattle. Bet your house. You might be saying, Benny, that's a pretty general statement. Fine, I'll give you the hidden fact you need to know that makes me sure you should. Bet your house. Fact, the Patriots have Tom Brady. Bet your house. There are two guarantees in life. One, you're going to die. And two, the Patriots are going to cover in the Super Bowl. So why wouldn't you bet your house? This guy has. No, wait, I, I bet my house? No, I didn't. I just signed a release. Don't worry, I'm never wrong. No, but you've been wrong in the He's been wrong in the past. The past doesn't limit Benny Babcock. Benny Babcock limits the past. Now, what does that even mean? It means you should bet your house. Patriots over Seahawks. Bet your house. HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Which ca- bet, 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 bet your house? Which camera? Our thanks to uh, Scott Sipper. Oh. Now, now we know who's going to win the Super Bowl coming up a week from tonight. Bet your house. Uh, it's going to, I think, in many ways feel like a, a negative vibe out there. But, John, we do have some positive vibes. Man, the UNI Panthers, 18-2. and two. Nate Buss, get on that bus. The big game-winning shot today. Women's basketball, Iowa State, biggest road win in school history going by the ranking. Road win, beat not no, neutral Beat site. number eight, Texas, in Austin. And the Drake women are undefeated in the Missouri Valley after losing the conference player of the year. So that's mm. the positive vibes. Yeah. The hot topics, not as positive, but... A lot of ground still to cover in the conference play of basketball. Hot topic. Uh, we have a few in mind, but this one's bringing the most response to Sound Off tonight at Sound Off 13 on Twitter, Sound Off Nation on Facebook. The phone number is 282-9010. How concerned should Cyclone fans be that ISU isn't always ready to play? You can be sure Fred Hoiberg's frustrated, and the Cyclones reportedly had a players-only meeting after the stunning loss to Texas Tech. 
Well, how many times will the Cyclones need to learn the same lesson? The Cyclones are good, but not good enough to just show up and have the win handed them. It's concerning this message isn't getting through. The Cyclones started the game at Texas Tech like they ate a bowl of mashed potatoes and needed a nap. When fans storm the court, that's a pretty good sign everyone knows the better team didn't win. Only state with three top 25 teams was fun while it lasted. You and I won a thriller and did its part, but Iowa lost two road games. Hopefully the Hawks didn't lose Aaron White too. That looked worse than a stinger. Let's hope it's not. Iowa looked better at Purdue than it did at Wisconsin. That was a 32 point loss that felt like 52, but no one talked about it. Why? Dan Dockage. The ESPN analyst called Adam Woodbury gutless and a coward. Woodbury poked two Badgers in the eye. There's no doubt Woodbury was clumsy, frustrated, and an irritant, but coward? Fran McCaffrey's right. That crosses the line. I like Dockage's candor. We need more broadcasters who aren't coach and player apologists, but unless Dockage knows intent, he went too far. McCaffrey stood up for his guy just like he should. But it wouldn't hurt to send, a, send Dockage a thank you note for distracting fans from the ugliest Iowa loss in years. Dockage also had Hawk fans who have hammered Woodbury for years defending Woodbury. As one fan told me, quote, it's like a family fight. We can fight with each other, but if somebody else steps in, we all turn on him. Seattle Seahawks, get over yourselves. Trying to trademark the term Go Hawks? Give me a break. What else is exclusively yours? The word touchdown? And I've given Deflategate much thought, and I think I know just what you want to hear. John? Okay. Keith, I still think Iowa State is a top 15 team in the country, but I also think the loss to Texas Tech is concerning and shouldn't be overlooked as just being a trap game. Great teams shouldn't need numerous wake-up calls during the season. If you truly want to win a championship, it should be 100% maximum effort whether the opponent is Kansas or Indian Hills Junior High. This team has Final Four potential. It's up to the players to live up to that. I think Iowa gave away a great opportunity to steal a road win. Purdue is an average team, and even without Aaron White, the Hawks had plenty of chances. Mike Gazelle once again showed what he's capable of. Gazelle almost single-handedly carried Iowa to a win. Now, Gazelle won't do this every game, but he needs to be more consistent. Find that happy medium, and the Hawks will be much better on offense. Finally, how about some props for the Drake women? Bulldogs are 7-0 in the Valley, tied for first. And remember, they're winning all these games without the reigning player of the year, Kendall Clark. Jenny Baranchek can flat out coach. Bet your house. I mm. can't get that out of my head now. Bet your house. Benny Babcock is uh, on the brain at this point. Let's get to some calls. 282-9010. Norm in Mitchellville is first. Uh, Norm, you concerned at all about Iowa State's bad loss this weekend? No, I'm not concerned at all about it. I mean, you know, when you got the teams, they, they start doing really good, and eventually they're going to hit a loss, and usually it's an upset loss. I mean, look at Michigan with Appalachian State. Nobody's seen that coming, but it happens. I'm, I'm gonna, just happy. I'm just happy we're winning, to be honest with you. No, I, I, I hear you, Norm. Thank you. I, I'm going to disagree a little bit because Iowa State – 
needed to beat the worst team in the Big 12 to stay in first place mm -hmm. in the race for the Big 12 championship. This isn't a pre-conference game. John, they weren't ready to go. They weren't playing good defense to start. This is a game there is no way the Cyclones should lose. Well, they were, they were almost pretty much double-digit favorites on the road. That rarely ever happens. What that means is Texas Tech is not a good team. The Red Raiders lost to Loyola earlier this season by 18. Loyola is in the Missouri Valley. I mean, and I, Iowa State's in the top 10 or yeah. will be until tomorrow. You're going to get the, the best shot from teams. The, the students stormed the court. That I, tells you something. I bet half those students showed up at halftime. <laughs> they weren't there at the beginning. Or they thought it was a football game. Randy in Webster City, uh, what did you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think uh, Iowa State should have won this game easily, but they weren't playing cyclone basketball. They didn't pass it. They didn't move it around the floor like they usually do. They just played too much one-on-one. And just because they weren't hitting the three-point shots, that, that, that didn't matter. They, should, they just weren't moving it around enough. Yeah, they waited I, too long to get it going, uh, Randy. That's a really good point what? on the not playing what fans like to call hoy ball. Yeah, one thing I'd like to see them do a little bit more of is George Niang, Dustin Hogue, take the ball to the hoop, get inside. You remember Hogue in the NCAA tournament, 36 points against UConn, just dominating around the rim? I want to see him get to the rim and do that more. And Niang, that spin move inside, don't settle for those outside shots so much. Jake is in Des Moines. Jake, uh, the Dockage McCaffrey dust-up, what's your take? Uh, well, I, I, I don't know. I got a lot of things about it. It's obviously obvious and... Uh, you know, playing like that's just crap. I like to see somebody trust him in his eye. And final comment, if I had a dog that looked like him, I'd shave its butt and make him walk. Wow, Jake. Hope you feel better. Uh, let's get to lookalikes here. Uh, you can send your lookalikes via email. Sound off at whotv.com. Although people send them in many different ways, and we try to collect Twitter them as well. Through Twitter, through Facebook. Uh, lookalikes need to have a local connection. Old Spice, not well, only speaking direct up. sound off, he judges. Gregory Ruop says that ISU's Dustin Hogue looks like news anchor from Saturday Night Live, Michael Che. There you go. I don't know if uh, Hogue is as funny as Michael Che. Maybe we can find out. Austin says Doug Rue Piper of Carroll, Carroll, Iowa, looks like Broncos legend John Elway. Whoa! Yeah, that's a that's a good one. Whoa! Doug Rue Piper, you can get a free meal in Denver. Coming up next, it's as simple as bend your knees, focus your eyes. What's bugging Andy? Like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation. Matt gives us his thoughts on Iowa State's loss to Texas Tech. I'm starting to think it's no fluke that during these losses, the opposition is having their best shooting performances of the year. Mindy writes, thought it was a cupcake game, cupcake game against the cellar dwellers. Anyone in the Big 12 can beat anyone on any given night. You ever watch a basketball game and think, hey, I, I can do better than that? Well, you're not alone, and one of the reasons is what's bugging Andy. Guys, as sports fans, we allow ourselves to speak like experts about sports that we only played in high school and about skills that we've never had at any point in our lives. There's some hypocrisy there, sure, but since we're really only members of an audience, we're allowed to approve and disapprove of everything we see, not just the things that we can actually do. But every now and then, there comes a part of the game that is so rudimentary that we can stand right up in judgment and have far less fear of sounding out of our league. I give you the free throw. From junior high through the NBA, 
it's all the same. Just you and the basket. It's one of the first skills that anyone learns, and many of us get pretty good at it fast. So we honestly feel like we can stand up in the arena and say, I could do that. Ironically, it seems like the best basketball players are not always the best free throw shooters, and that teams that can work magic through the flow of the game struggle to put those games away because they can't come through when the game is at a standstill at the free throw line. And that drives us crazy and makes us all sound like a bunch of crotchety old men. <laughs> you mean you can't make a 30-foot shot with three hands in your face but not a cotton-picking free throw? And the old man has a point. Of all the things that have gotten bigger and better about basketball, how is the simplest part of the game not one of them? Look at these guys. They had shorts like marble sacks, belts instead of <laughs> elastic, a 6'3 center. They couldn't dunk, couldn't cross over, but they could shoot free throws. At least, that's how this guy remembers it. Honestly, the whole Croatian Women's League averages better than 90% at the line. How could our teams, the, the, the Hawkeyes, the Cyclones, for God's sakes, how could they not be even better than that? How hard is it for Fred Hoiberg to watch his players struggle at the free throw line in big games? He was the master at the line. He's got to feel like a rocket scientist whose kids can't screw in a light bulb. <laughs> Look at him. But you, you got to keep your arm, bend your, keep your eyes on the, ah, son of a boop. <laughs> we know the story. Free throws are harder than they look. There is the pressure. There's the crowd. But there's no one in front of you. The tangibles are simple. It's you versus air, man. We know the situation. Free throws aren't cool. If that wasn't the case, you'd see more guys, maybe all of them, shooting them underhanded. As it stands, there are only two players we remember shooting them that way, Rick Barry and Ollie. <laughs> and even though both of those guys went down as heroes at the line, no one has since followed their lead. So. As happy as we are with our basketball these days, we've still got our room to gripe and our reason to feel like we should be heard. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Nicely done, Andy. He was once in Des Moines for the rally against cancer, but Gail Sayers never reached the Super Bowl. Who's in your five next? You can follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. We hope you do. Scott tweets. Our teams are much like our weather. One day it's warm and sunny, and the next thing you know, there's six inches of snow and ten below. Mm. Cody says, as a Cyclone fan, I feel like I got kicked in the nether region and am in need of a PSI check for underinflation. Hmm. Yeah, we have the Patriots footballs here on the Sound Off set tonight. It wasn't easy to get all 11. We did. Uh, who's in your five? Five greatest players to never reach the Super Bowl. Never. At five, I'm going Gail Sayers. Oh. Number five. Earl Campbell. Number four, Earl Campbell. Number four, Earl Campbell. Thank you. Number three. Hey, at one time he was a great football player. O.J. Simpson. Need to run the ball. Number two, need a defensive player in here. Dick Butkus never played in the Super Bowl. But number one, John, I'm going to check in with Barry Sanders. Oh. Never played in a Super Bowl. May have extended his career, 
if never. the Lions had been a little bit better. Uh, Becky is in Bondurant. The Lions have never been in the Super Bowl. Never. 49 and Super they'd Bowls. They'd love to have them right now. Yeah, Becky, uh, what do you think? Hey, I love Fred Hoiberg, but he is way too slow on making changes in his lineup. I mean, I think these losses have been on him, and I love him, but my God, don't promise these people they're going to start every game if they aren't, you know, doing the job. Well, I'm sure he is considering some, some lineup changes. I think you can tell a little bit by the way the Cyclones finish the games, uh, who he's relying on the most right now. but. Becky, to be fair, it, it's not like he's not trying to get these guys going from the jump. They just didn't look ready to go again. And if it had happened for the first time, you wouldn't worry about it as much. But we've seen this before. We've heard these same excuses. Maybe the players only meeting will we'll get everybody on the same page. I hope so. <laughs> All right, Becky, thank you. Hang in there. Dodger Denny, what do you think? Are, are you as concerned as Becky is? Yeah, I am. But the young men and they'll get better. They understand that sometimes they're going to have a bad game, and that was sad to see the crowd come on on the court. But there was, there was nobody in that upper deck at Texas Tech. It was lower bowl only, but they all ended up on the court. Look, uh, Texas right. Tech basketball has not celebrated anything in its history. This is like this is like Christmas for them, being a top ten team. It, it's the biggest win for Tubby Smith ever at Texas Tech. I mean, I don't blame them for rushing the court, and, and like you said. They're rushing the court because Iowa State's really good. They beat a top-10 yeah. team, and they were winless in the Big 12, 0-6 before that game. Uh, June in Indianola, quick thought from you. Well, I wanted to make a comment on the fact that uh, uh, I think that that guy you had on for the Super Bowl thing needs to be put away a little bit. But um, oh, anyway, That, that guy is, 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 guaranteeing, is guaranteeing the Patriots win. Well, the Cyclones now have three Iowa State alums, and uh, – uh, we think a lot of the team, I think what they had was complacency. I think they had won two games. They thought they could just win this easy, and uh, it was going to be an easy game, and it didn't prove to be. And exactly I, right, June, but they got to get out of that before the tournament starts, or they could be a, a team susceptible to an early upset. Yeah, and they've got to decide that they're going to uh, uh, play a little harder after and after what they think is supposed to be an easy game. June, you and, should be an analyst. That is very good. good. Thank you. Uh, the pride of Pella showing, proving again, white men can jump. Uh, John and I face off when sound off returns. You can email the show, soundoff at whotv.com. Bad-mouthing North Dakota, where I grew up, is the same as bad-mouthing my mom and dad that still live there. Andy is a fool. I want him to man up and say he's sorry. It's from Debbie and Altoona. Guessing a Bison fan. It seems that every time we have an outstanding game or two, we have a letdown game. The Cyclones played like they were reading too many of their glowing press clippings. That from Jay in Ames. Time to bounce around some more topics. We call it Face Off Keith. Some sad news Friday night. Mr. Cub, Ernie Banks, died at the age of 83. Yeah. Outside of his Hall of Fame career, Banks was an incredible ambassador for the game of baseball. No one played more games and never reached the postseason. But Banks never forgot how lucky he was to play baseball for a living. He even liked to say it's a beautiful day for a ball game. Let's play two. Jeff Gordon says this season will be his last on the NASCAR circuit. Where does Gordon rank among all-time NASCAR greats? Top five, I think. Superstar. He's had many haters, especially when he would beat Dale Earnhardt. Mm -hmm. But NASCAR will be less interesting without Jeff Gordon behind the wheel. He's good. 
the pride of Pelham. Kyle Korver is having one of his best seasons in the NBA. He 13 is. points a game while shooting 53% from downtown. That's unreal. And his team, the Atlanta Hawks, have the best record in the East. It's great to see a local star having some big-time success. He's about to turn 34, and Kyle's getting better because he works harder than ever. That's the Pella work ethic. Plus, John, hmm? Korver plays in wooden shoes. What? Imagine how much he'd dunk in sneakers. That'd hurt your feet, wouldn't it? The Illinois men's basketball team has suffered numerous injuries this year, so many that they called up team manager Ryan Schmidt to suit it. up as a walk-on. It's doubtful he will ever play, but still, that's pretty sweet, right? The manager's dream. It's Ollie and Hoosier's second reference in this show. <laughs> I hope Ryan Schmidt hits an underhand free throw to win a big game. It's the end of an era at the Des Moines Register. This week, columnist Bryce Miller is leaving Gannett after more than 20 years. It was a great run for Bryce, and he's seen a lot of cool things. He's a great guy and a good friend. The Register eliminated Bryce's job, and though he could go after someone else's job, mm -hmm. he didn't want to do that. And I respect that, and I know his colleagues do too. It's a real loss for the Register. Not only is Bryce like the mayor of Des Moines, <laughs> but the Register could plug him into any assignment and know it was in good hands. And now, Dear John. Dear John, I was out of town Saturday. What happened in the Hawkeye and Cyclone basketball games? Sincerely, Bob and Clive. Well, Bob, I find nothing works like a visual aid. I'll give you some corn nuts. Oh, it's hard to relive that. It sums it up. That kind of is what it felt like. Let's uh, take 60 seconds worth of calls. A quick thought from each of you. Tito is in Ellsworth. Tito, what's on your mind? Uh, I just, just going to take a page from, uh, hey, John Keith, but uh, take a page from Aaron Rodgers. Iowa State fans, relax. Right. All they did. All they did was go to all they did was go to Lubbock, go to the Big Tex, and have the seventy-two ounce steak. That's how the letdown is. Don't eat before the game, okay? All right, Tito. Tito calling for relax. And fans will be much happier with the win tomorrow. Yes, it makes it is everything a better. Big game, Jake and Ames. What do you think happens tomorrow night on Big Monday? Jake. Jake's not Jake. there. That means the final word goes to Cheezer. Cheezer, Big Monday. What do you yeah, expect? You think they're going to pull it off tomorrow? Because they, they were they were drunk, and they must have uh, been called Little Big Town because they do too much speed drinking, don't you think? I, I didn't follow all of that, Cheezer, but except the part where you said, do you think Iowa State's going to get it done? I do, John. Texas is also coming off a loss. I'll take the Cyclones at home. I'll take the Cyclones at home against anybody. So that means they're going to win tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see. It's a big game, big game for Texas and Iowa State uh, to stay in the Big 12 championship race. That'll do it for us. We're off next week to make room for what? a special, yes, to make room for a special Jimmy Fallon Super Bowl show. We leave you with the sound off, send off, a buzzer beater from North Tama's Paul Kaufman.
Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.